0: Good day and welcome to the UEFA Champions League podcast for today. It's the big one. Yes, the first leg of the semifinals. And wherever you are tuning in to this episode from, whether you are in the USA, on the African continent, North America, South America, Asia, Europe, Australia, New Zealand, and Oceania. Welcome to the most exciting, informative, and educative sports show on the calling platform, on Apple Podcasts, and on Spotify with yours truly, Philip Alimo and I've got love for sports. On this episode, we'll be discussing and analysing the Champions League semi-finals first leg game between Manchester City and Real Madrid. Pep Guardiola versus Carlo Ancelotti will the talent of Karim Benzema The intelligence of Luca Modric, the precision of Tony Cruz, decide the game. Or will the perfectly collective teamwork from Manchester City, fused with Pep's tiki-taka style of play prevail? Ingenuity is indeed required tonight. Wherever you are, sit back, relax and enjoy as I take you through this ride. With me, as always, to do the discussion in the studios is my able guest, Justin Akuwa. And today as well, Preston will be joining us. Justin, good day and welcome to the show. Good Good
1: afternoon, Philip. How are you
0: doing? I'm doing very great. I'm doing very great. Uh, Tell us, what is the initial reaction like and the mood like for Manchester City fans in the UK
1: well, I mean, um, live, um, Manchester City have beaten, um, Real Madrid before, um, and, and they would, and they will look to do it again. But then, in, but then, in, in, in this season, trying to beat them, they are a bit handicapped in terms of, in terms of, um, um, a fully, um, fit squad, which, which they have doubts all over the place, especially, um, at their defensive side where they needed the most. So, um, I believe that there's still some confidence with with them tonight. Um, and I believe that, and we all believe that they'll be able to get a very, very good um, result heading into the second leg um, um, quite soon.
0: Definitely. And, uh, Princeton, I want to take your initial reactions. What are your initial thoughts of tonight's tie? Manchester City, Real Madrid.
2: Great. <coughs> Mr. Good afternoon. Uh, I think it's a, it's a big day for, for the football lovers across the world because you hardly see games like this. Real Madrid against Manchester City, the uh, grandmasters in the Champions League, 13 time champions of the Premier of the Champions League and of course the champions of England and one of the brilliant sides we can see in World Football. So it's a big day for both sides uh, in football, Real Madrid and then of course, uh, Manchester, uh, Manchester City. And, all the fans will be charged tonight to watch the game. But for Real Madrid, they are not uh, optimistic because coming up against this Manchester City side, they're one of the best in the world, if not the best. And so you want to be cautious against them. For Manchester City, for the second time, they're hoping to make it to the finals so
0: competition. Uh, so it's a big deal for, for both sides. Coming, coming definitely. Definitely. It is a big game for both sides. Both coaches... And players Federico Valvadi, both players Federico Valvadi and Raheem Sterling, and as well as the coaches Carlo Ancelotti and Pep Guardiola, have been speaking extensively about the game. Let's hear from Carlo Ancelotti. (laughs)
3: Empezamos la rueda de prensa. Una pregunta por persona. How are you doing, manager? Manager, You're, you've got more experience in semi-finals. How do you need to play these duels, these 180-minute duels, for example? We need to play well. I think the fact the fact that this away goal rule has has changed, I think it would be more an open time. I think we need to we have to play for 180 minutes. This type of game, there's a mix of you know, happiness, joy, obviously, because you've managed to get so close to the final, to the most inc- important competition in the world, and that worry of playing against a team that is really, really strong. We're used to it because because this league, this competition, this Champions League is. We've had really tough games, you know, in the. In the semi-finals, in the quarter-finals, all the teams that were the favourites in this competition, we fought against those, and it's gone well for us. We will fight also tomorrow, without doubt. Could I ask you about the injuries? How are they? Could you tell me a little bit about the situation on those players? What we've seen yesterday in the training session, Mendes Davien. we've got a Alaba's a doubt, and then more about Casemiro. I think the, we'll see today in the training session and that will tell us about Alba and Casemiro. And as I've said, we've got a lot more certainty with Alaba than Casemiro. Casemiro's trying to. We'll see if he can play tomorrow. If he doesn't, then he'll play in the return leg, for sure.
1: The
3: fact that you've won the league almost, I don't know if... Saturday, you could win the league. Yeah, you need to get one point from five games. I agree with you. Thank you. Does that make you prepare for this game in more of a relaxed manner? To not have so much pressure on your shoulders on the following Saturday for the game that you play? Does it make you more relaxed to say, well, perhaps we can, you know, I can put the reserves in on Saturday. No, I don't think we're thinking about what will happen on Saturday. I think we're we have the league's very close. We could win the league in you know, our own ground on Saturday, and we'll try. and We'll give everything. We're really happy because of this. You know, a month. The fact that we could win the league a month early is fantastic. But on the other hand, this game, we're very happy. We're very. You know, we're coming into the the game. The atmosphere will be great because, or the feeling, the atmosphere in the dressing room is really good, because it's the type of game that these players, with all the experience that they have, they want to play in these games. They want to prepare for them. So for me, to be honest, it's really simple, the work that we have to do during this period. To be honest, I don't need to say much to my players to prepare for this type of game. Of course, we'll work and we'll work on our plan, our game plan, but for me... During this period, really simple. To be honest, I don't think it's the time right now to evaluate the season, but the work that we've done this year has been fantastic and really easy. Two players haven't uh, trained this afternoon for City, Stones and Walker. They have problems down the sides at the back. Later, recently, Valdera has been playing in the centre, for example. And then in the second game against Chelsea, things didn't work out. Would you, are you looking to put in a third striker in there? Or would you prefer to be a bit more cautious? We're going to look at the lineup tomorrow and we'll see how things work out. I think it will go to the second game in the Bernabéu. The doubt that I have is whether to go for three strikers or just with two. We'll take into account the fact that we have to keep everything in mind to get to this decision because Rodrigo's playing well. They're two players that have brought lots of energy to our team. That's the doubt whether or not we're going to play with three strikers or not. At the start of the season, many people said that Real Madrid's squad was to compete in the league, but in Europe, they may fall short. They've knocked out.
1: PSG,
3: the current champions of Europe against Chelsea, now we play City. What would you say to those people that said that they couldn't compete in Europe? I remember. I remember what people were saying at that time.
0: Mr. Kowa, what are your initial reactions about Carlo and Charlotte's press conference yesterday?
1: I mean, uh, I believe that there is a, a little bit of a disappointment with the format of um, the away goals, but it doesn't seem to be a problem for them as um, they were able to score three goals when when they last visited England. Um, that was at the Stamford Bridge, so um, I believe this wouldn't be much uh, much of a problem for much of a problem for real madrid and he is he is um he is talking about he also spoke about how good uh, man city are and spoke about their um injury problems of the back and he he believes that he believes that
0: mr kowa are you with us so whilst we wait to get mr kowa back with us we we'll hear from valvadi
3: Good, good evening. Let's start the press conference with Federico Valverde. One question per media, please. How are you doing, Fede? You're 23, you've almost played 150 games and been on many different stages. Tomorrow, do you think you have to play more with your heart or your head? <laughs> Hello to everyone. I think the head is very important, the nerves, you know, you need to be calm when you're feeling nervous, and in terms of the heart, the heart really comes into it, you have to give everything to play 90 minutes, you know, with giving everything and to be concentrated, ready to give everything, to be focused on the ball in every single moment throughout the game. One of the words that defines you best is kind of a multi-purpose player. You can play on the left, you can play on the right, you can play an attack at the back. You can also shore up the right hand side. You can help the defend deep line midfielder. Do you feel you have more of a freer role? Is that the position that you feel the most comfortable having more freedom? I always try to adapt to what the team requires me to be ready to do whatever the manager wants me to do. I'll give my all. I know that my position in the middle is where I feel the most comfortable and I feel like I can show my qualities more, you know, go forward and also help at the back, provide my energy as well. I think I'm always prepared and willing to do whatever the manager asks me, give everything and give 100% wherever I am on the pitch and give my little bit to to help and, you know, I'm it's welcome to be the side. After the last... You know comebacks that we've seen in the Champions League against PSG and Chelsea. What effect does do those games have on the dressing room? Do you feel like you're more confident in being able to achieve things, or do you feel like you've almost kind of been close to going out at times? I think we're prepared for whatever. In Paris, we it really was really difficult in that in that first leg, and then in the second leg with the thanks to the fans, we were able to turn things on its head. And that's obviously A favourable thing to happen Against Chelsea It was completely different The first game We did really well We worked really well And I think That didn't That didn't benefit us Because we had to suffer In the Bernabeu But in the end We were able to go through And I think on Tuesday We have to be Have put on A really good show In that first game And I hope that we can You know Carry out our objective Of going through Into the final You've had a, a Bit of a roller coaster Of a season And then you you know, Cruz has been out and you played against Barcelona, and then you find it quite difficult to get in there, and now you're a, a f- firm fixture in the team. How would you sum up this year and how much have you learned, and how much has Feddy improved during this year? Quite a lot. I think you always learn every day, and you get better, particularly with the players I have around me and the club where I am. I think you're always able to improve, not just as a player, but also in the mental side and the human aspect. I started playing in the first team, and then I lost my position in the starting 11, and then I was a bit, kind of went through a a bad period when I was injured, and it's always difficult to come back from injuries, you have to kind of suffer. But then after that, I think I managed to move forward, I worked really hard, you know, away from the football pitch, I worked really hard to be able to get my position back in the starting 11, I think I managed to achieve it, and now it's just about enjoying it, and about trying to Put a lot of hard work, hard effort, and, and work in there, and you know to never lose that place in the team again. Guardiola said in his press conference that there are many players, many more experienced players in Madrid, but they're not scared of having the ball in the most difficult moments in the in games. Like we're seeing those comebacks against Chelsea, PSG, but we're seeing you, Vinicius, other players that are, that are young in the team. And they're they're also happy to have the ball and they're not scared of the ball. Do you think you have a personality, a special character that makes you that means that you're never scared to have that that ball when you when you've got the Real Madrid shirt on? Yeah, I think that's true. I think if we we're at Madrid, it's because we're prepared to face up to good situations and also situations that aren't that favourable. You know, we need to be prepared. We need to, you know, mentally we need to be prepared. And I think we need to show, also the young players, that we can bring that energy. That we can bring, that we have a lot of character. We can give a great deal to the side. Not just energy, uh, as I've said. we also able to, the young players are able to get experience from the more experienced players. And I think, you know, we can get even better. We can become even better.
0: So, Mr. Kowa, we, we lost you in your line of submission earlier on. And can you continue with your submission and also respond to Federico Vavadi?
1: Um, well, I was um, as I was saying, I wanted to um, also reiterate on the possibility of Ancelotti also not thinking about their final um, their their final few games in the La Liga, as it is done and dusted. So um, he just needs one point to cement it and become the. First ever coach to win a league title in the top five league, so it's it's not it's it's not anything deep. And I believe that Real Madrid's primary concern right now, and um, from now till the end of the season, is the Champions League. And I'm um, listening to Val Valverde, and um, we all know how Z- Zinedine Zidane used to utilize Val um, Valverde, um He used to play him in games where he needed a little bit, um, a little bit of. Energy and more stamina in terms of um, a an, an aggressive style um, of um, of midfielder um, in the middle, and also help out Casemiro, Cruz, and um, Modric. So that is that is the same way by which Club um, uh, A, sorry, Carlo Ancelotti is also utilizing, um, Federico Val, um, Valverde, and he used him very well against Chelsea with which he was playing um, four midfielders and you could tell how effective it was as, um, as as whenever Jorginho got the ball, there were two players available to press Jorginho and also um, nullify the kind of effect that um, uh, nullify the kind of effect Jorginho usually has on a game so that that was something that was very good and that was something that was very positive for um, Frederico Valverde. And I believe that that's the same way he'll be utilised today as they face Manchester City so that they can actually cut out the passing lanes that Manchester City tend to use their possession-based football to create and carve open opposition defences.
0: Definitely. That was a lovely submission from Mr. Justin Akua. Mr. Princeton... Uh, Carlo Ancelotti spoke about the fact that he may go with three strikers or he may decide to do that in the second leg. Manchester City have injury woes with the likes of John Stones uh, in, in defence, etc, etc. Uh, can you walk us through what will be the likely tactical formation both sides are likely to play in this game? Uh, Mr. yes
2: we are with yes. you are with sorry, us sorry for delay. so um prior to this this game we listened to Carlo Ancelotti and he was making the case of uh, the exclusion of Ca- uh, Casemiro. we've seen their training pictures and videos and we've not seen Casemiro much involved in their training session so it's likely that we are not going to see Casemiro in the game tonight so and um, the devout lineups according to Massa, one of the most credible uh, newspapers in Spain or in Madrid, they reported uh, that Valverde will join Toni Cruz, and Luca Modric in the middle. So we will we likely to see Cabajal, Adam Letao, Alaba in the defence together with uh, Benjamin Mendy on the left side and then Cruz Cruz, Modric as usual together with Valverde. Up high the pitch, we are likely to see Benzema Vinicius, but who partners these two? And in the presser, Kalanchinoty made it clear, clear that um, he wants to settle the tie at Bernabao. So going into Etihad, uh, had game, I'm sure he wants to be cautious on the day. So we are also likely to see Kamavinga also in the middle to play that four-four-two diamond formation, so that he will be able to uh, have that huge numbers in the in the middle of the pitch to be able to outnumber Manchester City also log the space that they are going to, to create over over there for Manchester City Pep Guardiola has a big worry because of uh, the injury of Walker and then Stones and also Cancelo being suspended for Walker here yeah, that's not strange yet but uh, it's, it's likely that he also make it to, to the to the to the game tonight we don't know what will happen but. It's possible that Walker will, will get the game like to, to play. In the absence of Walker, we are likely to see uh, Nathan Ake on the right-hand side, and Diaz and Laporte will partner each other in the defence. Zinchenko will also uh, play on the left side because of the absence of Cancelo, who is suspended for the game. And then in the midfield, Rodri, who will be the, the, the defensive midfielder over there, and then Kevin De Bruyne as their main man in the midfield, and then. Kai Gondogan in the middle also and then uh, up 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 high the pitch. If, if I look at the way Manchester City have, have played in recent times, the likes of Gabriel Jesus and Raheem Sterling have, have come to the party. And Gabriel Jesus in their last encounter in around 16, two seasons ago, he played a key role in Manchester City's success over uh, Real Madrid in that encounter, so I would I would prefer Gabriel to start in this game, but I don't know what Cardiola uh, is thinking right now, but One player that will not miss this game is Flo Fodin because it's very crucial in the attack of Manchester City And also Bernardo Silva, we've seen him most times, especially in big games, play at the number nine Over there for Manchester City, so these are the limitations or the dynamics in terms of the, the lineups for, for the two teams
0: as we speak that's, that's, that's impressive from uh, Mr. Princeton. Uh, let's hear from Pep Guardiola himself, who admits that Manchester City would need to play two exceptional games to reach the finals from yesterday's press conference.: Thank <laughs> you guys for these questions first. Uh, thank you. Good afternoon, Pep. Um, we're speaking to you quite a lot ahead of big games at the moment. Does the battle with Liverpool in the Premier League mean you, that you arrive ahead of this game in the best possible shape, or does it take something out of you when you compare to the way Real Madrid are prepared?
4: Well, we are in semi-finals, so we arrive how we, the way we arrive. Different competitions. Uh... It's an honour to be here, as always, in semifinals against, of course, Real Madrid, like would be Barcelona, Bayern Munich, Liverpool. Teams like in, in, in all history, history, in Europe, uh, have been many times. The last decade we are there, we start to be there, so it's an honour to, to be here. Try to do a good two games, tomorrow the first, and we'll see next week.
0: The supporters have at times had a strained relationship with this competition, but what role can they play for your team
4: Inside the Etihad tomorrow night. But I would love. I'm pretty sure they will come. They will support us unconditionally, and and they will do our best. Hopefully, we can do a good game. To to bring us, you know, close to us and support us in the game. Especially come to enjoy the game against two good teams in semi-final Champions League and enjoy the competition.
0: Hi Pat. Hi. Um, both yourself and the managers who came before you have spoken about how. Difficulty was to get Manchester City as a club and as a team to believe that they belonged at the top in the Champions League. Uh, how important were the two games against Real Madrid two years ago in bringing that belief to the club and to the team?
4: Listen, this competition we were through uh, against Real Madrid, it was tied tight, tight two games. And we are out in quarterfinals other years when we were tied two to go through. So the reality is that in the last decade we aren't really there. Uh, qualifying for the Champions League and and group stage go through and arriving sometimes quarterfinals sometimes one semifinal so that's time question of process and it's nice to be always I had the feeling every time I was in Barcelona by like Munich now here arrived right here is I, I, when I started I don't expect to be here for me it always I, I had the feeling by right now even being few times in that position is. How nice it is, you know, and being there and the last stages with the best teams in in the world in Europe. Being here, it's it's now. It's now. Try to be ourselves, compete good, and we, we have to do two exceptional games to to reach the final. And hopefully we can do it. We can do good games. Be ourselves, and and it's not an to Say how much we respect Real Madrid, how good they are, uh, and 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 that's all. And, and, it's an honor. You know, we wanna, of course, reach the final and win the final, like Madrid, like Real, like Liverpool. They won it, but in the same times, I will never underestimate the fact what we have done and being here. Never. Can
0: just add to that. Um, you had defensive issues back then. I think Fernandinho played centre back in the the game here. Um, you may have similar issues tomorrow. I mean, again, how does how does the experience of that help and in terms of the belief that you can do it? With, you know, despite having personnel problems.
4: But we have a training session this afternoon four. We see the players like their doubts, the how they feel, and tonight, tomorrow morning, have time to decide the lineup. I have to 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 wait this afternoon the training session to decide how the people feel. But of course. I'm pretty sure the players have to play maybe in a in a position like they are not used. They are going to the best. I, I don't have doubt about that.
0: Hi Pep. Hi Pep. <laughs> You've kept a clean
3: sheet in your last four Champions League games. How vital is defence when it comes to players like Karim Benzema who are in such great form for Real Madrid?
4: Yeah, I would say the games, uh, two games against the Sporting de Lisboa. The first game, the first leg... First game against Atletico Madrid, we played to no concede goals, but the second game against Madrid, we could have conceded goals. So the second half, Madrid, Atletico Madrid was better than us, and we had las chances. So, yeah, we have to defend well, yeah, of course. And Yeah, of course, Benzema scored a lot of goals against Chelsea, but not just against Chelsea, All his career. and He's a fantastic player, so we know it. But Yeah, we try to defend well when we have to defend, because there were moments that we have to defend, and and try to, you know, to create chances to score goals. This is going to happen. The
3: Premier League has said that they agree that fans deserve more of a voice, and this is following the government's announcement to go ahead with the fan-led review. I don't know if you've seen. Do you think that it's important that there's more involvement from fans in the running of football clubs? Fans running in
4: the football clubs?
3: More involvement of fans. It's It's the review of fans, particularly because you worked in Germany. So the government has approved um, this sort of um, review that's been done by the government uh, to say that fans should have more say in the running
4: of football clubs in England. Yeah, the clubs cannot be apart or cannot be, you know, close to the fans. Every action we have to try to do as a club, as an organisation, always has to make, of course, sustainable, we have to have money to invest in players, in the facilities and whatever, but the club has to be there. But I don't know, the the rule and the law. I will speak with my CEO about, about this new government, but yeah, as much as much the fans be feel they are part of the club and they feel it they belongs to me, that's that great. And of course, the club, I think, will work on that. Yeah. Mark.
0: So that is Pep Guardiola speaking extensively about today's game and a few other issues and uh Mr. Kowa, uh Pep Guardiola in his last submission um, was speaking about the involvement of fans in the running of the club do you think city have the right culture and pedigree in Europe fused with their home support today to make a difference in tonight's tie
1: well um in terms of in terms of fan ownership in England i believe that it is probably not the time yet um i believe it will take more time for um clubs like um city who do not really have a large fan base as compared to the other big clubs for them to be able to make that kind of impact but then fortunately today um it's it was it was reported a few days ago that the etihad will be full to capacity tonight as um as they play as they play against real, real madrid and and I and I and I and I and I believe that now they now they understand the kind of club they are because they are they've made their second semi final um for 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 two seasons and for Etihad the last game the last home game in the UCL that they that they lost was to um, Olympique Lyon so then that shows how solid um, Manchester City have been in the in the Champions League and. And as you know, you also need your 12-man, that is the fans, to actually um, cheer you on to victory. As um, as, as Pep said, they'll, they'll need to play the, the best two games of their life should they be able to overcome Real Madrid and make it to another Champions League final like they did last season.
0: And, uh, speaking of a uh, Champions League finals for Manchester City, do you think history... Is on your side. Uh, yesterday, in our submissions, a Manchester City fan mentioned that if you look at the last two winners of the Champions League, they've had to lose a final and come back to win the final. He referred to Klopp losing the final and then winning it the following season. Thomas Tuchel lost the final with PhD and came back to win with Chelsea last season. Do you think Pep Guardiola is on track to rewrite the scripts?
1: Well, I believe. Well, I believe he can follow suits. But then, then again, now you are you are not just facing anybody in the semi final. You are facing the you are facing the record the record title holders of this exact tournament. And with them, for for every rule there's an exception. And when, when you are facing them, it's not over, on, on, until it's excuse me until it's over. Because even when Chelsea scored three unanswered goals against them they were able to overcome that and and qualify into the semi finals that's the kind of pedigree real madrid have even though they do not even though they they they, they do not have the they do not have um a younger attack and probably um, a younger midfield and a younger and very good midfield but they have loads of experience that they can use um within the uh, within these two games and as princeton also said um Ancelotti will actually like to um play played cool um at the Etihad and try to win at the that was the same um that was the same thing he did against p s g he defended very well and lost by a goal to nil and made sure he was able to score three goals against p s g so then um i believe that it is it is possible for pep Guardiola to write it by then to actually, to actually follow suit with what Klopp and Thomas Tuchel have done, you need to you, you need to be on your A game against Real Madrid uh, on in the first league and the second leg.
0: Definitely. And uh, talking of A game, uh, Mister Princeton, what are the players uh, uh, should we uh, expect as fans uh, uh, to light up the Etihad tonight? Uh, for both teams, yeah, you, if you can give us two players to watch out for in Real Madrid and another two in Manchester City.
2: Yes, I think for for Real Madrid, the two players are, are clearly um, the Brazilian Vinicius Junior and then Karim Benzema. These two players have combined and scored a as much as eighteen goals in the in the in the Champions League. So Vinicius has assisted six times and Benzema has scored 12 times. So it's very crucial for for Real Madrid in their season. Uh, the most touches in the opposition box in this year's competition uh, is for Vinicius. He touched the ball 84 times in the opposition half, so it tells you how much the ball he has. Whenever Real Madrid are attacking in the the opposition half, so he has also either attempted a shot of 49 or created chances for his teammates of 47 on 97 occasions. So Vinicius Junior, is link play with Benzema is very crucial. For Real Madrid, and these two players are going to determine whether Real are going to uh, have good results in this game or, or not. For Manchester City, look at Kevin De Bruyne, he's, he's one of the best midfielders in the world. He's a ball carrier, carries a ball from the midfield to the attack, and he wins games for, for them when there seems to be no, no way out. And so, he's very key for, 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 for Manchester City in their setup. You can also at players like Bernardo Silva, who also combines uh, midfield and the attacking, he also links up the midfield and the attack so so well. He's able to score a lot of goals and his tricky uh, style of play is also something that most uh, defenders and midfielders uh, find difficult to, to, to match up. So, these are the two players for Manchester City, but on the field of play there are key battles that are going to decide the game for, for both sides. For Manchester City, that's why earlier when I said that they have a, a, a big world because of the pace and the skill of Vinicius Junior. One person that would have, have been able to stop this, this threat of Vinicius was Kawaka, who is going to miss the game tonight and is likely to miss, to miss the game. So it's going to be very crucial for, for Manchester City and Pep Guardiola needs to find someone to replace this man else. When Vinicius passes his, his day, he's going to cause a lot of problems for Manchester City. Together with Benzema, he's one striker that you don't know how to mark him because he's not stagnant, he's a mobile on the pitch. He starts the attack and finishes the attack so so well for Real Madrid in their team. So, Manchester City just needs to find the antidote for Vinicius Junior and then Karim Benzema. And I don't see how they do it. If a miracle happens and Kawaka starts this game, I think it's it's good for Manchester City to carry the day uh, after 90 minutes but if it doesn't start for them I think it's a big blow to them. For Manchester City I think that Sterling and then Bernardo Silva together with Gabriel Jesus to start this this game because of the pace of of the game we have Kabaha who is not so good Raheem Sterling up against Kawaka would be a perfect fit, fit for Manchester City on the flanks over there, and then they need that firepower up front and the clinicalness or the clinicality of the team. So, I think that Gabriel is who's starting this team will be very good for Manchester City,
0: definitely. Thank you so much, Mr. Princeton, for that succinct submissions. And uh, yesterday, yesterday, Rahim Stelling spoke extensively about tonight's game where he referred. To the champions league as a special competition the music and the atmosphere and it is something they want to relive and enjoy the magic of the moment let's hear from him and we'll come back to the studios to get the thoughts of my able analyst Good afternoon, Raheem. Um, You've won every domestic trophy in your time here. Does the Champions League represent something of the holy grail for this group of players? Um, Yeah, Uh,
5: every season we come in, uh, we're a club that's always looking to challenge for all the the big trophies. And, you know, the Champions League is the one that we haven't quite got our hands on, and um, it's, it's one that we're focused on the last time we
0: were sat here for a Champions League press conference Fernandinho revealed he'd be leaving at the end of the season I don't know if you can maybe bring us up to speed on your own future and where that is because obviously you're
5: approaching the final year of your contract here yeah at the minute um just happy to to be playing happy to be contributing with the team uh, I think that's the most important thing um, at this period I think it would be on, be selfish of me to speak of any contract situation and just, you know, just happy to, to be very football at the minute and See how it goes at the end of the season.
0: Hi, Paul. Hi, Raheem. You've got 23 goals, I think, in the Champions League. Makes you the third in the list of England's all-time Champions League top scorers. I mean, what does it mean to you, this competition? and Do you think it brings out the best in you?
5: Yeah, it's obviously a special competition. Uh, It's a competition that every every young English player wants to be in, so... um, it was no different growing up. So yeah, every time I play in this competition, I try to give my my utmost best. And you know, the the music, the atmosphere on the night is is always special. Reem, um Paul Paul Soddy, you got twenty three goals. I think you're third, fourth on the list of all time English scorers in the competition. Obviously, for you, the, the the team is the most important thing. But how important are those sort of personal goals uh, and achievements for yourself? Yeah, it's like anything. Um, you know. When you make a professional debut, then it's on to the next thing. It's you know scoring your first goal, and then after scoring your first goal, it's you know as a human you always look to try and do do better, and that's that's the case with me. Every every season I come in, I try to see how I can improve, and of course with um, these things that come along, I always try to see you know if I can get the, the English record, and um, and that's what I can do. Is it is it is it important for you at the moment to see yourself? contributing to the team is that do you feel you're contributing to the success Yeah. whereas you know last year maybe there were other things going on yeah as I said as a, a player I'm a forward you know to be playing and you know scoring and making assists and as you said contributing to, to the team is a massive thing uh, that's where you get your confidence from um, and as I said at the moment you know happy to you know have a, a, a part with the team and you know trying to contribute as much as I can and that's, that's all I ask for Raheem, um Real Madrid showed the great power of reaction against PSG and then against Chelsea. It's part of the tradition really. Um how much pressure does it put in in the offensive players? Like you cannot afford to miss a chance because maybe in the end of the game Real can score two, three goals and, and go through. Um, I wouldn't say that's that's necessarily the case. Yeah they have Last couple of games, scored some, you know, vital goals um, later on. But um, I said we have the players um, that's been in, you know, high pressure games um, to know how to deal with them and um, come. And um, tomorrow night, I think we will we'll be fine over the two legs. Hi Raheem.
3: Um just kind of what you were speaking about before last season. I think in an interview you said the 2020-2021 season was a difficult period for you. You had a, a negative feeling. How are you? feeling now how's this season been for you and where are you at with your game yeah as I said I'm, um,
5: I think playing and contributing a lot more to the team this season um, and yeah I'm in a, 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 good, a good mood a good spirit um, the, the, the football clubs in the semi-final for Champions League were are fighting for a title um, there's not much more I can ask for so yeah I'm in a, a, a great spirit
0: so that is Raheem Sterling uh, speaking extensively in yesterday's press conference. Uh, Mr. Kowa, what are your thoughts on Raheem Sterling's uh, submissions at yesterday's press conference?
1: Well, I believe that uh, Manchester City are trying to be level-headed with their approach heading into this game because the last time they faced um, the last time they faced Real Madrid, I think it was in the. I think it was in the um, round of 16 and that was when they were able to prevail over them. But there's a whole different ball game and this is in the semi-finals. So, um, I believe that, um, for, for players like Raheem Sterling, it is, it is, um, it is a very, very big game for them. Cause for someone like Raheem Sterling, um, he has had, he has had, um, a trend of actually missing, um, missing crucial chances in big games and, I think that should he get his chance today, he will do his best not to, not to make that not to make that a recurring um a, a recurring um scenario, but um he'll be able to come out crucial and, and able to come out clean and careful. Manchester City, as they as they will take the game by storm and, and try to kill off the game um today before heading and um, back to the Bernabao for the second leg. But then I believe that Manchester City. Um, the whole squad know that for how, with the kind of quality they have and with the kind of dominance they have, um with the kind of dominance they have um, shown or exhibited in England for the past five years, um, they, they, it is, it is, it is now time for them to rise in, um, in the, in the inter in the continental tournaments um trying to win trying to win um, a big tournament such as the champions league because that is what will that is what will cement them as one of the best teams um ever to play in football and I believe that they are not that far from a first champions league with the kind of quality this squad has
0: and talking of quality what are the surprise package that we should look out for beyond the key players that we all know for both sides. What, what's the surprise package that can turn the tide around for either Manchester City or Real Madrid? For each, each team,
1: give us one player. So I believe, so I I believe from, for Manchester City, they are, they are a kind of team that will, that will need to break, that will need to break the, um, the, the blocks that um Real Madrid will try to enforce if if um if they're under pressure and and I believe that a player like Joao Cancelo, who is a very creative fullback, probably plays like um an attacking midfielder, will be able to pick out will be able to pick out their men in the tightest of spaces because he is such a good passer and he is such a creative a creative fullback probably for me one of the best who can play on both sides and 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 i believe that for me looking at real madrid it will be it will be it will be a very very dope there'll, there'll be a time where they wouldn't have any momentum in in this game and they will need their they will need their players to play the best and i believe that people like Militao probably have a um have a chance to actually showcase how good they are as well as david alaba and for me, for me, their best and um, player this season, Thibaut Courtois, who made a great save in the last um, round against Chelsea um, at Stamford Bridge, and he will, he, he. I believe that I believe that he he expects to be busy today because for a team like Man City, they create about 10, 10 to ten to fifteen chances per game, and that's what they they are going to do. So these are the players that will make it a difference for me, um, either João Cancelo or Thibaut Courtois.
0: Thank you so much, Mr. Kowa, for that succinct submissions. We'll be coming to you for your final thoughts. Before we come back to you, we'll take Princeton's final thought. Princeton, what should we expect from tonight's game? Is it a win, a draw, or it will end in defeat for one of the teams? Mm.
2: I think that uh, we're going to uh, see Manchester City pressing high up the pitch against Real Madrid when they they start to build up from the defence so that's what they they always do in big games they want to press you high so that they force you to make a mistake and then they counter on on that uh, position and then they get their goals they're also going to dominate the game they want to keep the ball always because if you lose the ball Real Madrid they've scored the most goals in in, in high 10 over so when they win the ball from uh, as as quick as possible, the the score goes from from that position. So Manchester City will want to keep the ball always to so we'll be able to to prevent Real Madrid from attacking them. And for Real Madrid, as usual, they will always depend on Vinicius Junior and Karim Benzema, and the key players who are going to supply these guys the balls are Modric and Toni Kroos. So if you block the the spaces and then prevent these two uh, legends of the game from uh, playing in the, in, in the game, we also have a good chance of, of winning the game. For Manchester City, I think that they are too good for for this Real Madrid side all round. Even though there are some uh, loopholes in the team that are going to see tonight, should Pep Guardiola find someone to to uh, accommodate or find an antidote against Vinicius Junior on the flanks, I think that Manchester City have a good chance of winning uh, by two goal margin. But if they don't, Probably my, my real Madrid will get a, a good uh, uh, scoreline going to the second. But I think that's the city are filled it, and then they should be by, by two goals. To
0: Definitely. Thank you so much, Mr. Princeton, for that detailed submission. Mr. Kowa, Mr. Princeton has given us his prediction. I know you don't like predictions, but give us your thoughts as well.
1: Um, I believe. I believe that, um, with the, with the kind of impacts that Kevin De Bruyne has had in big games, um, this season, even though he's not had his usual great numbers in terms of assists, by then it seems that he has, he has swapped it this time and has a very good number of goals with which the goals come in big games. So I believe that with he and Phil Ford, they can actually, they can actually terrorize Real Madrid a bit. And, and I, and I, and I, and I think that, Man City will be in a a better position to take the first leg um, tonight.
0: Definitely. Thank you so much to my studio guest, Mr. Justin Akowa, joining us all the way from London, and Mr. Princeton, able football analyst as well, joining us for today's edition of the UEFA Champions League podcast. As always, it's been a pleasure coming your way. We wish both teams the best of luck as they battle it out in the first leg of the Champions League at the City of Manchester Stadium.